3: And now, live
2: from Milburger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, it's a busy day here at Millburgers as we're celebrating our the rodeo and the rodeo tomato. Lots of folks enjoying face painting. Uh, we got the balloon artist uh, next to us, and uh, there's a line there. People are just having a great time. Of course, the star is the rodeo tomato red snapper uh we got trace and uh david up here on the porch david just finished his presentation how'd it go
4: uh
2: good morning gentlemen or good
4: afternoon yeah good afternoon one minute pass after <laughs> yeah we just uh did a our um monthly educational uh, seminar here at the beautiful Melberger's landscape nursery on uh, kind of kicking off spring on yeah uh, things to do and don'ts and uh we had a good crowd and uh uh, we started out with specific subject matter, and then we just kind of let them get to it and uh, ask a big array of different, different subject matter. And uh, uh, we got a lot of questions answered, and uh, and uh, told them, y'all can't leave without buying a rodeo tomato, too, so <laughs> hopefully they bought it for you, too. So. Yeah,
2: well, now there's an advantage to the Master Gardeners Youth Program, Yeah, buy them today. Talk about the program. Yes, go ahead, Trace. No.
3: All right, so we've got uh, my count this morning was 695, rodeo tomatoes. So All right, it's a red snapper. Uh, you you went them. a
5: little nuts on that, dude. Well,
3: I want to make sure I have enough. Uh. <laughs>
2: so,
3: uh, you know, they they do sell them at the rodeo, but there's not. There's, not everybody goes to the rodeo, to yeah, be Yeah,
2: yeah. So they, uh, can
3: actually, they can actually come here, uh, buy the rodeo tomato pretty much any time during the spring. But today specifically, <laughs> uh, all the proceeds go to, uh, you have to help Trill, me out. Children's
2: Garden, what is it? It's a youth gardening Youth gardening. Youth Garden. yeah, yeah. For, uh, right. yeah, so what, what's, what's involved in the youth gardening program?
4: Here, I'll well, you got all day? I,
2: you know, I, I,
4: I think in 1992, uh, Dr. Parsons took Dr. Finch to Miss Marion West, the, uh, uh, the boss lady of the rodeo. And, <laughs> and I know Miss Marion West really loved Dr. Parsons. And Wait a minute. My, my understanding was uh, uh, she said, Jerry, what do you want? I said, well, we got Dr. Finch here wanting to start this uh, youth gardens program and it was it second or third grade right every second grade school third grade third grade school and he made it happen and now we have uh uh, one of the largest ongoing very very successful uh, youth gardening programs and and, you know we're we're not just focused on third graders we do from pre-k now (laughs) <laughs> like three year olds up yeah. to high school now. It's three like, year old, well, you got yeah, that? Eh? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, junior,
6: junior master
4: gardener. She yeah. got yeah, that. It's, so, it's really grown quite a bit. Yeah. You it's know. I, so, uh, Ruby Zavala, he's uh, our youth gardens coordinator. She's been doing this five years. We're very grateful to have her. And then uh, she oversees that and does a wonderful job. The rodeo. Uh, supports us Millburgers has done an excellent job oh yeah doing the rodeo tomato um sale and proceeds and of course supporting the one of the oldest youth garden uh saturday morning gardening schools at the botanical garden the children's vegetable garden program that we're the stewards of that program so and they start next saturday by the way so oh, is that right? if you have any kids uh, uh we have a few little uh plots still left uh, go either to the Bear County Extension Service website for more information, or direct directly to the San Antonio Botanical Garden website on our youth education and read up on it. It's a big commitment on Saturday mornings, but it's a lifetime opportunity when we have a second now, a few third generation participants, which that's pretty awesome. I think.
6: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the, you got you got kids that participated. And that and your uh, youth garden that have graduated from horticulture school. Yeah, yeah. that's
4: that's awesome too. Texas A and M right, university. Calvin. Yeah, we've had uh, eight year old girls that have started from the botanical garden, coming back through high school, uh, and going off to the university and then coming back and graduating. I think that's very cool, very special, very very special. You
0: yeah. know.
5: Yeah. So the the funny thing about the Marinan West Calvin drugged me over there. Cause he wanted to have a plant sale,
0: mm-hmm.
5: going to have a plant sale at the rodeo before the rodeo opened. And uh, whenever you dealt dealt with Marinette West, she it's said l- it's like uh,
0: yeah,
6: committing suicide. <laughs> uh, she she says, why don't we? Why don't you just let us give you the money? Yeah, and and she mentioned yeah, a, always uh, She uh, mentioned she mentioned a figure and. Jerry says, I don't know if we need that much. Oh,
0: yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah you know, and they're still very generous
6: Steve, Yeah, you they? They're yeah. Very
4: you know.
5: So she was quite a girl,
4: but but what was the deal? She said, didn't she say some? Uh, uh, Can you do a rodeo tomato? Yeah, yeah, that's it, right?
5: Yeah, not too much, right? To bring people to the rodeo yeah. to buy the rodeo tomato. Yeah,
4: and they, it's amazing how they go to the tent just looking for. A, oh yeah, they go to the tent just for that tomato. So <laughs> it, it's something that's been built on all this year, and I think it was just uh, a master gardeners on Saturday or Sunday selling them, and then it was GVST, and then. Now we're 18 days straight of wow. the rodeo tomato right. and superstar plants and all this other crazy stuff. So it's a big plant over there now. And
5: oh. And until she died... We never sold them anywhere except the rodeo. Day. Yeah,
4: Millbrothers Landscape Nursery. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> yeah, but hey, well,
5: hey, everybody was scared to sell them before the rodeo. Yeah. Fred Marin yeah. and West
2: would come after. Them. Well, talk a little bit about red snapper. What makes it good? What what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. Not... Why
6: you, you even can't we reminisce anymore? No, I'm
2: just. No. <laughs> of and...
4: <laughs> okay, okay, well, you know, ceviche is good, and red snapper is on. For ceviche, right? Yeah. Oh, you mean the tomato. The tomato,
2: yeah. So
4: we want to make sure (laughs) that everybody knows that Dr. Parsons, Dr. Finch, and myself, we don't name these tomatoes. That's right. Okay, the breeder names these tomatoes. So we have to use the breeder's name. And I can't do like Dr. Parsons. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. You know, call it maybe I tomato. I did that, I or did that Wonderful tomato or...
2: I like surprise. Surprise tomato. I just can't do the that. The surprise was just, the best because everybody then called and said, I'm not getting any tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you uh, wanted uh, tomatoes. Surprise! <laughs> uh, <laughs> our, our genius.
0: <laughs> our,
4: here's Rodriguez's cell number. Give him a call. Yeah. And then uh, vice versa. If it's good, I'll take credit if it's bad they get dr (laughs) person so red snake it follows the guidelines of looking at them evaluating them locally statewide as best we can availability so it can stay in the pipe for a few years we hope and they're determinate typically semi-determinate possibly like celebrity uh, um, uh, high yields, good okay, quantity. Explain
6: to yeah. them what the determinant is in simple terms. Uh, uh,
4: uh, grows like a bush, flower sets, it's in and out before the heat, and then you do your yeah. fall
6: planting. Concentrates on getting full size, and then concentrates on fruit production, fruit
4: production. Yeah. marketable fruit. So. Uh, we don't, uh, uh, I can't remember, how do you say it, heirloom, tomatoes? Her- heirloom. Oh, hairyloom,
6: hairy-loom. heirloom tomatoes? Heirloom. Oh, heirloom tomatoes. Heirloom. So we don't really recommend
4: those. <laughs> we don't discourage Oh, but
6: they look so nice in catalogs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah heirloom
4: but man. if you want to grow them, but try the Celebrity Tycoon, the Rodeo Tomato, Rinse and put pepper. them next to these other ones, right? Yeah. How many years uh, have you done work on these trials with indeterminate varieties? How many have you planted all these years?
5: Uh, we used to do spring and fall for indeterminate, and we've been yeah, oh, and we were doing it. We've been doing it for forty years.
4: But how many indeterminate varieties would you set out on? Have you the, tried with semi-determinate and determinate? After I think Early girls is the only one that we really have liked, right? Yeah, yeah.
5: and uh, after Celebrity came along, which is a uh, semi-determinate, indeterminate. Uh, that uh, we, we that's probably that's one of our control our, keystone our our category
6: yeah. yeah, kind of the keystone one of the the control for the yeah. trials yeah, but yeah. I mean that that's one of the things that makes this selection process so pertinent and so successful is that can it, you be as good as celebrity yeah yeah
4: that's right or maybe tycoon now right yeah, maybe, valley cat, right? Taken, yeah, yeah valley maybe cat yeah valley cat right.
6: Of course, if you ask the uh-huh. hundreds of gardeners, yeah, there that we go. Everybody has. <laughs> her. has a new- Everybody has. What was, her? It? No. what was the one that uh, it started with an M that was uh, last that was merced. Got- merced. Merced. Yeah. 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 Jerry says, "No, no, don't bring that
2: up." <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he got any seeds. <laughs> and, then, and then no, you and no, you don't think he did. And
4: then all these years losing whirlway, carnival, merced, spring giant. Remember the old spring yeah. giant with the wolf? Nurseries there, Sun Master, Sun Prize, You're going back a long way with Spring Carnival, Giant. Bingo. Wow. Look at this guy you know. go. Spring Giant, We remember in our old wolf nursery yeah. years when oh, that first yeah. came out. You know, so, it's, uh, so we don't get people mad. We don't pull them off the market. Why, why can't we find them anymore?
5: The people are not producing the seed yeah, anymore. Yeah, so
4: it's not us. So we want to make I, sure people know that.
5: I've heard, of course, once you grow Spring Giant, the old. The old, the old Spring Giant, giant yes. Yeah, uh, we've improved on quality every year.
4: Uh, that's what it is. So the breeder probably has it in their gene pools of breeding. Yeah. They just put like the new car and the new thing that comes out of here. Yeah. Year. Uh so.
5: Spring John and even Big Set, which is a favorite of Texas. Uh, is softer than, than the ones we have now. Uh and the breeder, breeders have uh we use- do we test commercial variety and uh, that's what that's what keeps the seed on the market that uh, they're in wide uh, wild demand but uh, uh if you i and I used to do we test out at Versa Farms out of Von army and uh every now and then I'd get a wild heron oh, i I, I would bring back once again once spring spring giant. And it's just and amazing
6: grow. that he ha- remembers about hair <laughs> he has a <And>, so
5: little <laughs> and grow grow them uh, uh, let them compare what we have come to to where oh, we okay. have come from yeah,
4: that makes sense yeah yeah that makes sense
5: and uh, we've definitely improved on quality since spring job yes but it was like our mama you know it was the first one yes and it was also the one that uh they tried to counterfeit some uh, varieties East Texas growers the East Texas growers and, uh, and uh, we had to, had to plant some out and, and prove that they weren't springtime. and then uh, Mr. Westler had a real good talk with them, East
0: Texas <laughs> people.
5: and they do not forget that to this oh, day. Yeah. So, uh, somebody said, "Why do East Texas growers hate you?" talking about me and I said I called them we called them on a on a yeah, day yeah, on a time. yeah. and when yeah. Mr. Wester told them don't ever send that yeah, not in our market wrong t- yeah. varieties down here yeah. and uh, so we're lucky we're lucky that we change varieties every year and their hybrid seed which culture true type yeah so uh, and we're lo- lucky that our grower uh, buys the uh, expensive hybrid seeds that well, we promote.
6: it's part, part of that uh, that general situation here too, where the re- retailers, the wholesalers, yeah, the contract- yeah. contractors, yeah, we all out work there, together. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's everybody is part of unique, that team. Unique yeah,
4: package here.
6: Water, you know, yeah. it's like the water conservation. Yes. The yeah, s- yes. successful home gardening. they're they all are related to each yes. other.
4: Yes. And it's a proven test of time.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And Dr. Stein, I find out, yeah, uh, Thursday, has already got the seed. Well, we have for this
4: year's uh, test. Yes, sir. We have the seed. <laughs> and uh, we're not going to. We're not going to say the names. But, we're but even, how many varieties? <laughs> oh, uh, less than last year. Yeah, less than last year. Less than last year. We'll leave it like that. <laughs> we'll leave it like that.
5: <laughs> but uh, I hope the farmer. Uh, still lets us plant yeah
4: that's the that challenge.
5: we're we're at the mercy of yeah. uh, uh the Versa farm yeah and uh the only thing that's keeping us in in uh, in in them planting for us is, bring is them tradition and bringing peppers and also <laughs> bringing <them> peppers yeah. <laughs> and also uh the wife cans a lot of tomatoes so uh we we keep Looking out to have them plant them because we do them in the field a uh, hundred plants at a it's time. flavor, yeah. Flavor variety.
2: Yeah.
4: Nice. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank
2: y'all. Thank you, all. Hey, David. Right. Thanks for coming by. Great job on the presentation. Okay.
5: See you later. Well,
2: Trace, what's going on here at Millburgers? Yeah. This is uh, a, little... it's a
3: wonderful event uh, and a beautiful day. Yeah, I think it it's is. going to get worse as it goes. Or worse, it's going to get better as it goes on. <laughs> um, Full parking lots, although there's still plenty of places. Yeah. And uh, they're, the kids are having a fun time. Look at the one right there with her face, face painted. Yeah, She's just having a field day.
5: I like how the parents are
3: eating chili. Uh, have you tried it yet? <laughs> uh, we, we got it from a different source. So,
2: uh, oh, pretty, is that right? Yeah. It's a little different. Calvin even got here at eleven before 11 uh, just to make just sure to try it was good. It. Yeah, just to make sure it was good. <laughs>
6: Yeah, it's good. So it's good, uh, it, it lots
3: of people good. enjoyed it. Uh, I think we had uh, over forty people for David's seminar. Oh, it's uh, great. That was pretty good. That's good. Uh, so a lot of people got their questions answered. Uh, I think the band is on a break right now, but they're yeah. going. So it's great country music, classic um, country. What is,
5: what is it I see over there against the fence that makes me happy? The citrus. Citrus
3: trees came in.
5: Yeah, yeah. sure did, man. They. You were getting a little low there, but you're
3: stocked up now. Well, I, it was planned <laughs> yeah. because uh, we don't want to take care of them when it gets cold. So yeah, right. We brought a little in in the fall. We brought a little bit in in January. We brought a little bit in February. But the big order is the week of March 2nd.
6: Oh, okay, so what, what is what is there? That, I mean, there's satsumas there now. There are
3: satsumas, uh, Meyer's lemon. I think it was the thing we were low on, and uh, we got like a seventy-five or a hundred of those. That's ends. good
6: because the Meyer's lemon they're just yeah. starting to bloom now in yeah. my in my yard.
3: But great selection on the citrus trees. We have the Girl Scouts here today, too. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Where are they?
3: They're right at the front entrance. See those balloons bouncing around?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> As
5: I was walking in, I saw a lady carrying two boxes of uh, Girl Scout cookies.
3: Wow, there you go. That's so right. if you're having problems finding Girl Scouts, which my wife said that she's having
2: problems finding them, oh. uh, they're here. <laughs> All right, cool. And then uh, let's see what else we've got. Oh, hey, let's do this real quick. Uh, just real quick and then we'll get talk about some of the things we've got on sale
6: well and, you, and then uh, trace needs to talk about the when, when it's not just the rodeo tomatoes we have but we got oh yeah the, you got like, the gallons we, we saw we, that
3: right so for those people that that uh, went ahead and get a good start on it and don't want to take the time to plant it in a bigger pot we've got it already done for you so you could and there's probably I think seven or eight different varieties including the rodeo tomato wow so uh, you could
6: leave, leave them in there three four weeks and uh, be ready when the temperature is more uh, mild. Yeah. Put them in the garden.
5: Yeah. I think they put the osmocote in there. In I'm, I'm pretty
3: sure they did.
6: Yeah, but they look good. Keep them
5: going, and that, that'll keep them going when they yeah. when you put them in the garden. If they put osmocote with them now,
6: that's one of the key uh, key features that we talk about when uh, t- growing tomatoes. Are just fertilize, fertilize, fertilize. Oh yeah.
5: Especially these hybrids.
6: Yeah, and uh, if you want, uh, we had a couple of people here asking questions. They're from new to the area, and they want to get back. They want to get into gardening here, and we referred them to PlantAnswers.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah a good place to start. And then we talked about the classes that are offered through the Master Gardeners, the gardening volunteers of South Texas, right. the garden
2: clubs. There's
6: just lots of opportunities. Did you
2: want to? Did you want to ask your question on the air? Is that okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Ready?
7: Yep. Ready.
8: Yes, um, my daughter has many, um, I've forgotten the name of those things. Boy, boyfriends? Uh, the, the ones that are blooming right next to that roof over there. Oh. No, the mountain laurels, mountain laurels. Okay. And they're all overgrown. They're quite
3: overgrown. So they're,
8: they're lanky. Yeah, and they have growth on top.
3: It's a tree, so that's that's normal. Is that normal? Yeah,
6: but I didn't know if
3: we
8: should cut them back and let them start from from yeah, the
6: bottom but, again. But they're, quite often the issue is the shade. Are they in the shade now?
8: They they're in the front of the house. Yeah. They're in the shade of the oak trees.
6: Yeah, see that's that's the big issue there. If they're if they're in full sun, they stay full, foliage full all the way to the ground. But when they they last for years and years and years, so. When you first planted them, they were probably in the full sun. Now they're they're shaded.
8: Well, she bought the house a couple of years ago, and yeah. the, everything was overgrown.
6: You know, it's it's that, meant
3: to be a 15- to 20-foot little tree. So you know, now that, at the, some the, point, the, that's what it's going to do. Yeah,
6: and you don't, know, you don't know how they'll react if you if they're in the shade and you cut them back. But if they're not performing the way you want, you don't look good, and you think there's enough light, you could try that uh, cutting them back. But I'd be nervous about it.
7: Oh, okay. Maybe we'll just leave them alone.
3: Best, oh. best case scenario, leave them alone. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Good okay. okay.
5: Thanks for the job and bye.
2: And that'll give me a nice segue to mention that uh, coming at the end of the month on, uh, is it February 29th? I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. It's going to be free. I'm sorry, tree. health. <laughs> it is free. <laughs> yeah, it is free tree health care. What to look for prevention and treatments by uh, Michael at Davies. Davies Tree. Yeah, so they will be here now. They're free. That's from 1030 to noon. So, so do you have
6: any questions about oak And They did
2: a great job uh, last spring, too. So, yeah, that would be a good one for that, too, or yeah. if you want to know about your mountain laurel. But Okay, so we talked about the one-gallons. Uh, let's mention some of the things that are on sale this week, and actually they're in the commercial, too. But um, you got a whole bunch of blue bonnets over there. We do. And the geraniums look great. The geraniums are on sale. Now
3: I can say they're on sale for four eighty eight. Yeah. So now that I see a lot more of the future ads, I get a little confused every once in a oh, while which, which ad we're in.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, and so we, geraniums and
3: are on sale for four eighty eight this week. Right.
6: We, we featured geraniums in the article today, too. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking about what's in bloom
3: Yeah, So in those geraniums, there are a few Fantasia. The bulk of them are are not, but all of the geranium hanging baskets are Fantasias. Oh, good. In fact, we got a great shipment in this morning, uh, full of color.
6: And we kind of decided last week that uh, you you probably have three months, put them in full sun, and then as the weather warms up, you gradually move them into uh, morning sun. And they'll and they'll survive. Of course, the Fantasia's got uh, really good uh, heat tolerance. So,
5: yeah. And for tomatoes uh, and geraniums, uh, they got half whiskey barrels on sale. Mm-hmm. We do. Y'all got a good supply of half whiskey barrels. We do.
3: Front. And, but there's there's a half truckload coming too in April.
5: Oh Lord! <laughs> and they've got the uh, potting soil. Yeah. On, on sale. Potting too. soil
3: and and it's planned. Buy potting soil, you get the half whiskey barrel, barrel. you could buy blue bonnets, you could buy geranium, you You could could buy buy rodeo tomato. An antique rose. An antique rose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So lots of good stuff happening at Millburgers. All the information is at millburgernursery.com. Trace, what else?
3: Anything else? I think that's got us covered right now.
2: Cool. Well, come visit us, and uh, we encourage you to come get some chili and uh, come by and visit us here at the nursery. Lots of folks are enjoying the balloon animals. we got to take a break, so we're going to come back in just a second. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. I want to tell you about some things that Millburgers has on sale. When you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll see all kinds of great sale items, and we'll start off with one that you'll absolutely love. If you're ready to grow tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers and pick up the 2020 Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper. It's in the four and a half inch pot, and it's only $1.99, and there's so many good things that people are saying about Red Snapper. You'll also find Texas Blue Bonnets are on sale. I saw them the other day. They look wonderful. They're full. Some are even blooming. And the four inch pot, they're just. 88 cents each mill has geraniums on sale too and these are the varieties that thrive during our cold mild springs and tolerate our hot summers in the six inch pot are you ready for this just 4.88 this week at mill you'll save on antique roses you'll save on one half whiskey barrels nature's creation organic potting soil and more at millburgernursery.com 1604 on bull Forty road
0: Nothing in the world
8: that I like better than making me a sandwich with a homegrown tomato. I'm up in the morning, out in the garden. I pick me a ripe one, don't pick a hard one. You plant them in the spring and eat them all summer. Winter time without them is a culinary bummer. Forget all about the sweating and the digging. Each time you go out, and pick you a big. One. homegrown tomatoes homegrown tomatoes what would life be without home welcome tomatoes. back to
2: Millburger's garden in South Texas on 9: 30 a.m the answer we've got some homegrown tomatoes here we've got the, <laughs> the rodeo tomato red snapper here at Millburger's and uh, you can come on by and get it and uh, the proceeds from today's purchase will benefit the um, youth Bear County youth gardeners program right yeah so and uh, see people picking it up.
6: We've got That's all good. the all the nematode resistant varieties too that we listed last yeah. week on that are on plantanswers.com.
2: Yeah,
5: we got we got the article on how to how to grow these um, Rodeo tomatoes on uh, plantanswers.com. Uh, the first uh, listing in the uh, topics of the month in red uh, is a Calvin's article. Uh, uh, about the Rodeo Tomato that he had week before last, wasn't it? it was two weeks ago?
6: Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and uh, it it pretty well co- covers the information on the Rodeo Tomato, and I only put, I put all the pictures oh. plus a picture of a fish on there.
6: And yeah, Jerry Jerry put a few few paragraphs added a few to the article. Yeah, there you go. it is now uh, seventeen pages long. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's uh, he's got uh, he's got the disease resistance on there, and he's got those photos and everything. So yeah, right. It's really an, also, interesting. I've also
5: got a source of seed if you want to grow your own rodeo tomato. <laughs> now that that being said, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but this year's Rodeo Tomato seed is already in short supply. Oh, my gosh. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, uh, the local grower ordered ordered some seed, and uh, the seed company uh, couldn't fill his order.
0: Huh. Hmm.
5: Uh, I mean, he ordered a lot of seed because hey, he keeps it for a couple of years. But uh, I think it'll it'll be enough seed for a couple of years anyway. But uh, that see the seed companies I mean, the seed companies I've got listed where you can order seed from, uh, they must have picked it up early too.
6: Hey, don't get too disturbed because if you remember right, oh, didn't Jerry tell us? Last year was the year before that there would be? a year before. There yeah, would be no tycoon ever again.
2: No more tycoon, no again.
5: More tycoon yeah. again. It I was mean, over. It, it didn't taste that
2: good. Yeah. and, and then, then suddenly. I didn't like the way it
6: yielded. I, I was it.
2: only fooling. Uh. as The trace kept bringing in tycoon after tycoon. <laughs> hey, uh, what's not in short supply is insects around your house, uh, fleas and ticks and uh Roaches and all kinds of nasty bugs. Fire ants. Fire ants. That's a good one. Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you get rid of those and keep them away. Uh, Spider-Man looks at the problem holistically, so he's not only going to treat what's causing it and kill that, but he's also going to uh, look at what's causing the problem. And uh, help you fix that as well. So, if you want a, a serious pest control company that's going to look out after you and uh, help you out year after year after year, they've been doing this since 1976. That's Warren Remy and Spider Man Termite and Pest Control. Here's the number 210 656 3721. 210 656 3721. Or go SpidermanPest.com. dot com. Excuse me. 210-308-8867 is our number. we got lots of little doggies out here.
5: I've got one roach that I can't kill.
6: It's just
0: one?
5: I mean, yeah.
6: Because you have sentimental attachment to it? Well, I try to kill it. It's too smart for me.
5: I can understand.
2: (laughs) Those roaches can be smart. That's why you need someone smart like Spider-Man on your side.
5: But uh, it it, it would be kind of kind of counterproductive to uh, call spider-man in spider-man in to kill my one uh, my smart roach
2: why i'm using him for breeding no or you, her for breeding. you don't want a lot of smart roaches uh. running around your house <laughs> pretty soon they'll take over the tv they'll, they'll be taking the car out they're just uh too smart but right? anyway spider-man could take care of it he could 210 308 88 is our number. His website, gospidermanpest.com, by the way. Gospidermanpest.com, and you learn all the stuff he does. All right, what else is going this on? This fella John?
5: just came by with some blue bonds. I saw that. 88 right, cents lo- each. luckily a, of, they're not blooming.
2: Yeah, there so are so some ca- blooming. so
5: Calvin didn't have to tell him to remove all the blooms. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Calvin's doing uh. that way. No.
5: <laughs>
6: I, I learned my lesson back when I was trying to get people to help me thin my peaches, you know, my early peaches. Yeah, just um, blow, those, blow those blooms off there. Take those little fruits off there. Huh?
5: Yeah, we've uh, got good news. Our, the the white blue bonnets that we planted for seed, we plant some of all the colors every year for to in, increase our seed. Uh, they're blooming over over the greenhouse, and uh, the neat thing about it is that they scattered seed last year. We didn't get all the seed on time, and the ones in the in the uh, walkways are coming up white mm. too.
6: Gosh, Steve Brown will probably be comfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs>
5: now we had to get rid of some reds. They were coming up too in the in that walkway. Because we had red over there about well, two you, or three
6: years ago. If you call, call or rogue them, they're not maroons or reds, right? Right, right. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. They wouldn't dare pull up a maroon, no, or at least it, label it.
5: <laughs> so I'm 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 getting anxious to uh, go see the uh, red, white, and blue designs or oh. plantings that uh, we have around. Because we they sell all the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Yep. And so. Uh, well,
6: and mine are a still. People, a lot
5: of people got them growing.
6: Are still uh, close to the ground. They're oh, not, good. Yeah, they're not uh, taken off yet.
2: Yeah, mine are taken off. They're they look they're they look good. The little rains and stuff. Yeah. That they had, yeah. Uh, now. Helped them, but.
6: Now, if you're talking about larkspur and blue curl <laughs> and uh, the poppies are they, the poppies uh, oh gosh yeah But curious. are you getting blooms? No, not no, blooms. Not but they're yeah, they're but,
2: they're nice and perky.
6: And it's but it is very difficult to uh, mow a 2 acre property where there's uh, <laughs> yeah. all those wonderful uh wildflowers coming up Naturalized go. flowers.
5: They'll be blooming pretty soon. Uh, we had to, had a lady drop by and talked about uh Texas Mountain Laurel. And I see them blooming periodically all around town. Uh saw one at the post office the other day, it, was in, it looked like it was in full bloom.
6: Yeah, it was a... Uh, Milton dis uh noticed uh like three weeks ago there were some in the yeah. bloom. I kind of I kind of expected them to come out a big all at once you know like most years but I think they're just kind of trickling yeah
2: they trickling Like they're some of them I've seen it where it's like three of them together and the one in the far left is blooming and the other two are doing nothing
6: yeah I think uh, I noticed in my yard the one is that that is the most in full sun is the one that's blooming and the others are just coming along yeah slowly
5: uh Neil Neil's pair got a question then uh about uh, somebody said each each spring caterpillars devour my Texas mountain laurel until I noticed they are eating away and I spray BT last year Bacillus thuringiensis. Last year I didn't see I didn't see them until they had stripped half of the tree. That ought to make you happy. Uh,
0: <laughs>
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work very quickly. Would it be possible to spray before they arrive? And will my tree fill in where the leaves were eaten? Uh,
6: yes, it will. They will. Yeah, okay. at least mine always have. Okay, but uh, they I don't. They don't ever kill a tree. No, and they, and I think Neil agreed with this that they are generally not looked on as a quick. Uh, You know, not like, uh, not like uh, the hornworm. Yeah, tomato hornworm. Yeah, or, or the uh, the ones on the cabbage, cabbage loopers. Yeah, they're not, they're not in that league. So Neil kind of, kind of says, well, you just gotta keep a closer watch because you got, (laughs) you got time.
5: Yeah, Neil answers, and yes, they feed voraciously, voraciously, man. You might try. Now he he recommend. I don't think a systemic insecticide applied several weeks in advance will work on those. I don't think you're. the The only time we've seen systemic insecticide used as a drench, uh, or or either, maybe he's talking about spraying it on. But uh, they're they're pretty. Those leaves are waxy. And uh the only time we've seen really good luck with uh, the systemic as a as a preventive spray is on aphids and uh last week uh Neil was writing about uh, uh the uh <laughs> the things that get on the uh scale he was talking about the scale sucking insects
6: and mecticlor or something yeah. right
5: not not just eating insect said uh
6: which are the, the the difference there is that the, the scale are there forever i mean the scale get set there and then they're there and feeding day in and day out right Whereas your caterpillars are they feed for a few weeks and they're they're gone so yeah. your systemic is not not nearly as effective
5: yeah. uh he, he, however, uh, Neil recommends uh, uh, merely that you check the plant every day, and then you can use some uh, some contact killer when you see them. Uh, if you want to use an organic, you use spinosad, a uh, spinosad containing product, and uh, go, that'll kill them on contact. Or you could just use a a regular insecticide that you have around—almost anything will kill them.
6: Seven, or,
5: or you could use BT. But uh, remember, they have to eat the eat the, eat a little bit of the leaf yeah. before they are are damaged by BT.
6: And he and Jerry mentioned this too—that if you're going to put BT on for. Some fast action too. It doesn't hurt to put a little detergent on that. No, uh-huh,
5: because the leaves are what Yeah,
6: so you you need you need to put uh, the BT. The idea is you're putting it on the leaves, and the caterpillars have to eat it before they're affected. They're not. You don't spray it on the caterpillars, and they're gonna and yeah. they're gonna be controlled. Right. But they they quit
5: eating, don't they, Milton?
2: Yeah, they they don't they don't feel well after the BT. <laughs>
5: They have terminal constipation. Once they consume some. <laughs> but you will not get terminal constipation spraying it. Oh, good. Because our, our gut is uh, different than, a, than a, uh, insect larvae.
2: That was close.
5: <laughs> and, uh, and Neil picks up and says, as, as for whether your plant will fill in, it does look a little rangy. However, it looks like, and it looked like it's in a good bit of shade, which the last lady that came had exactly the same situation.
6: I'm I'm almost willing to bet that that uh, over half of those that are looking rangy or, or, or laggy leggy are due to uh, in a lot of shade shade. Yeah, because they get planted on the edge quite often, and the trees grow over the top.
5: Yeah. That's not a good thing for Texas mountain laurel to be in the shade. They need full sun. If it were my plant, I might trim it back a good bit and try to get it to fill in. But really, I really can't see it well enough to tell you for sure. Now, uh, we've got a a listener to this program that's got a great big uh, mountain laurel in her backyard that her mother who is deceased now, plant it. And it's big. It's over the house, over the roof of the house. And so uh, what she does is get uh, a a professional trimmer to come in and remove some of the branches, Uh, you know, follow the uh, major scaffolds, up. But they do not cut the tree in half, which might... uh, might kill a mountain Oh, okay. The, especially when they get that big.
6: Well, they get old. They get le- just like pittosporum or you know, hollies. You just get less tolerant of severe pruning. I'm
5: that way too. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: You you don't like being pruned? I don't like being pruned either. I don't blame you. <laughs> 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. While we've got a break, give us a call. And uh, right now, we're going to take a break. Uh, and uh, Give me a break, Milger. I'm going to do that just right now. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardie Road. I want to tell you about some things that Millburgers has on sale. When you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll see all kinds of great sale items. And we'll start off with one that you'll absolutely love. If you're ready to grow tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers and pick up the 2020 Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper. It's in the four-and-a-half-inch pot, and it's only $1.99, and there's so many good things that people are saying about Red Snapper. You'll also find Texas Blue Bonnets are on sale. I saw them the other day. They look wonderful. They're full. Some are even blooming. And the four inch pot, they're just. 88 cents each mill has geraniums on sale too and these are the varieties that thrive during our cold mild springs and tolerate our hot summers in the six inch pot are you ready for this just 4.88 this week at mill you'll save on antique roses you'll save on one half whiskey barrels nature's creation organic potting soil and more at millburgernursery.com 1604 on bull road Back to Milberger's Gardening, to gardening South Texas, on 930 AM. Know, the answer, Milton Blick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, talking gardening with you at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I called up, uh, we're going to see if we can't get Kyle from Wild Birds Unlimited on the show tomorrow uh, to talk about what's going on in nature and uh, how they can help you. Uh, t- with that, and guess uh, who I talked to? Bill. Oh, Bill.
0: Oh, yeah. I talked to Bill,
2: too. They're letting him answer the phone? They do. <laughs> <laughs> he did not want to come on. He said you were too mean.
0: Uh, <laughs> he said yeah, were we
2: talked
6: talk a little bit about, uh, Purple Martins. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, at the, the regular breakfast group, um, and folks are reporting, uh, generally a little south of San Antonio, yeah. uh, but at least we got, uh, at least one, uh, listener that has seen uh, Martin's and uh, he's kind of interested in, in uh, putting out the word and asking if anybody else has seen him and, okay. or, to, or to just make them people uh, aware that they could be starting to see them and they might be if they see some on their property they might want to be putting up their houses. A little early.
2: Well, so Kyle and uh, Bill and everybody over there at Wild Birds Unlimited on in the Almas Creek uh, Shopping Center, which is Hebner and Northwest Military, can help you with that. They can help you with all your uh, questions about bringing nature to your yard, whether you want squirrels or don't want squirrels. They can help you with that. Whether What? You, yep. Don't
5: okay. be feeding those squirrels that hot. Hot seed—it it makes hot,
2: it hot. Well, the squirrels a, don't like it either. It makes the meat hot. Well, exactly, so they don't eat it, and then the birds do, and everybody's happy. It's a win-win. <laughs> you got non-non-hot squirrels, you there got you uh, go. happy birds, and you're happy as well. Uh, but uh, there's all kinds of great things there, and just like uh, Calvin was talking about, uh, they know what they're talking about. They—they uh, they get all kinds of great reports in, and so they can tell you how to do it. Basically, it's kind of a relationship thing. It's what you know—you kind of expect from. Shopping at a place like Wild Birds or Mill Burgers, where people know you and they, they you go there time and time again, and they help you out with your experience. Well, so.
6: one of the factors in their, their sales um, basis for their customer for, for their staff is that our job is to make our customers successful. Oh, there you go. Successful in gardening, successful in yeah, uh, bird and wildlife uh, attractions and
5: they even feed they even have seed for the sparrows over there. We'll we'll ask
2: tomorrow whether they've
6: got this. But they have uh, got a lot of mechanisms to uh what? to increase the chance the martins are successful in the, the battle sparrows? with the sparrows. Oh, oh. I
2: see. Nicely put. Yeah. All that, right, what's well, native, native
6: martins versus those exotic sparrows? Hey, do you know what this weekend is? Uh, through Monday,
5: President's Day weekend. I've, I've been getting uh, emails from Wild Birds Unlimited. Oh, okay. They're having the backyard bird counting. Oh. You can you could sign up. Uh, I guess you sign up over there or online or to Mitchell. count the birds in your
2: backyard. Yeah.
6: Very cool. You've done that, haven't you, Yeah, I have before. And Mitchell, uh, I think Mitchell Lake is in the middle of it, too.
2: All right. Uh-huh. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, Road, uh, and Hebner uh, Road. And you can go by and visit them. They close today at 6-210-497-2473. It's easier to remember than that. 210-497-BIRD. 210-497-BIRD. But go by and visit with them. Find out about the bird count. Find out about all then. They're right in the heart of some, some beautiful areas that you can go probably birding right there. Yeah. Uh, Hardburger Park and all kinds of great <laughs> stuff. All right, 210-308-88-67. You can go see the Ravens over at Walmart and, and uh, <laughs> Hardburger Park.
6: Well, they see the Mexican
2: Eagles at uh, Medical Center. Okay. All right, 210-308-88-67. What else is going on, gentlemen?
5: I was just looking at Calvin's article and uh he's got in today's paper uh, section b my s a section b uh the uh, he talks about uh, plants that love cool weather in bloom and uh he misses uh some of the uh some of the things that are blooming now and uh also he he mentioned uh, uh, Low chill peaches are blooming now, uh, and that's uh, like uh, let's see, you you call out uh, Florida King, but as I was walking up uh, from the back, I I stopped and there's a couple of uh, peach varieties that they're selling uh, that are are in got great big blooms on them. I mean huge blooms. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, one of them, uh, it, the the one that had the great big blooms, was a Texas A and M, one of the new
6: A and M oh. variety releases. So what, Jerry? One of the key parts of the article is that you 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 have more chance of being successful if you have low chill peaches here in our area. That means that you don't need too much cold weather. Uh, we've already had five hundred plus hours. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of varieties that will should bloom and do fine. Yeah, and
5: you said Florida King is uh full fifty.
6: Yeah. That's what you wrote. Yeah. And Milbergers <coughs> has got a whole list including those those A and M selections that are low chill varieties too.
5: Yeah, the, you said uh some of the uh, the large cling varieties, peaches, uh are blooming now is one called Red Baron, which is our favorite. I think Red Baron is the most versatile peach that we have. Yeah. Uh, I guess they, they got some in. I don't know if they've sold them out yet or not.
6: Yeah, that's the But one when that, it blooms, you'll be able to tell it. And that is, it's hard to appreciate the peaches as much as you appreciate the bloom. No, oh, yeah. The blooms are a long period, and the blooms are big, and they're bright. Colored, red, yeah, yeah, the very nice, and it, it's a it's a relatively low chill too. Jerry discovered, yeah, that.
5: yeah, and uh, they've got Florida Prince and Tex Star, and Rio Grande, uh, and Texas King.
6: That was one. I think that's one of the new ones. Uh, Is that one of the new, new ones? Of, okay, yeah. I've
5: never heard of that. But uh, I think they also got uh, a fanic Peach uh, named after. Uh, John Fanny.
6: Yeah, and I can't remember what it was derived from. Uh, it was selected from, hmm, they t- I, I think they look- told us in our list. Yeah, that. I could look at my list. Yeah, <laughs> So, but that's that's here at uh, Millburgers. And in, in addition to the peaches, there's uh, apples, pears, and uh, plums, and blackberries. Yeah,
5: blackberries will be blooming pretty quick because they'll... They'll be
6: through in June, and lots and lots of citrus.
2: And blackberries Memorial Day. Yeah, I don't know why I remember that.
5: (laughs) But you have to watch for those blackberry bitter bugs, Milton. Yeah, or in other words, the stink bugs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Milton remembers the black bear. I do. Order.
6: Gosh, yeah, that was a I'm fight. glad.
5: I'm glad I brought brought those up to you and your mother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that you could
2: identify yeah. when we give the name. I've never seen something. It looks like a horror movie. It was <laughs> crawling with bugs. Yeah, they had a lot of It reminded
6: me of The Blob.
0: Did uh, you see that movie, The Blob? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly.
5: yeah. You're showing your age, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they remade that, though, didn't they? Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, what oh, the they've
6: identified it as a kind of a classic, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was, it was scary, man.
5: Uh, <laughs> scary. <laughs>
6: Poor Calvin. <laughs> yeah, it was before your time, Milton. Yeah, right? a, little, a little bit before. <laughs> when it first works. came out, yeah.
5: And then Calvin recommends our our mentioned uh, Red Buds, and I imagine...
6: They're yeah. They're,
5: I, I don't know if I've seen any or not. Yeah, but
6: I've got one that's really blooming up a storm, and a few in the neighborhood. But again, they're like Texas mountain laurels. They're kind of they showed great promise. A few of them started blooming, and then we expected them to come out gangbusters, but they're just kind of hanging on. I guess the weather has been real strange.
5: Yeah, it's been weird. And uh, Kevin mentioned the best varieties of uh, this era. Are are the selected varieties of Oklahoma? They're known by several different names. Oklahoma is one of the. I think that was the original name, and then the Texans got tired of that, so we have a Texas version, and then uh, we have the uh, Mexican version. Always... And they they do they
6: live through the summer, and the leaves don't burn on those. That's right. Now, they may not, in a ideal weather situation, they may not have as, well, they certainly don't have as big of leaves. They may not have as much bloom as the, at uh, eastern selection. Uh, but yeah. but uh, you, you don't, you generally don't get, doesn't last long, the eastern selection. Yeah. So it's better to have one that blooms every year and it's it is tough enough to uh, to survive in our yeah. weather.
5: And they're, they're all, most of them are grafted, all of them are grafted, because it's almost impossible to root a, a redbud, you know, grow, 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 take a cutting and grow roots on it. Uh, I, I, I often tell about uh, Dr. Wayne McKay, who used to be in El Paso, working with uh, Barton Warnock out there, the native plant expert, and uh, they they Barton had identified some superior Mexican bud. and but uh, Wayne and he was good in t- tissue culture too, growing them in uh, in tissue in uh, agar agar, but uh, he couldn't root them in tissue culture or uh, from uh, in a mist bed like we root everything. You know in. they
6: reseed some. Individual plants or yeah. seed. i never thought about that. Uh, never th- related that to how hard, difficult they are to vegetatively reproduce. Yeah,
5: I, I think all the uh, Mexican Mexican redbud versions are grown from seed. Yeah, and the seed has a kind of an odd uh, dormancy to it too. So. uh uh the 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 red buds that you see in the nursery a lot of uh experimentation have been has gone into producing
2: a superior red bud all right 210 308-8867, 210-308-8867. Milton Lick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Lots of fun over here at Millburg. is going to continue uh, for a while. So come on out and celebrate the Rodeo Tomato. We've got the Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper here. The proceeds from the sale today benefit the Bear County Master Gardener's Youth uh, Gardening Program. So come on by and uh, visit with us. It's a nice day out here at the nursery. Uh, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. Call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More in a moment, right after this, on 930 AM, this is The answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas once again. Doctor Jerry Parsons, Doctor Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, we mentioned earlier that the folks from Nature's Creation are here helping out and uh, being part of the big celebration. Uh, Don Stutt Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Stutt. Did I do it right that time? Yeah. Okay. Who is up here. He's the one that's been dishing out the chili, although he's making his wife work while he's up here on the porch. <laughs> what's going on with uh, Nature's Creation? That's one of the products Millburgers uh, sells out here. What's 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 happening, Don?
9: Well, the, the line keeps growing because of Millburgers and their customers. Uh, we've added this year, we've added a half-cubic foot potting soil to our line, and we, normally, we also have the one-half-cubic foot potting soil. But we also added a raised bed mix.
2: Oh, that's, that's interesting. Two new
9: items, two new skews for us this year. And Millburgers carries the complete line of all the Nature's Creation, the insecticide with DE, okay. uh, fertilizers. What
6: uh, what is the raised bed version? How is that? Made, how how is that made significant? Uh,
9: I don't have all the ingredients in front of me, but it's uh, got more sand in it than a, a little sandier mix.
6: Is it in bags in, or it's in
9: a, a one cubic foot bag?
6: Uh huh. Yeah. Does it include, uh, oh, sphagnum peat moss or anything, or you know,
9: I'm just not, some, something it's, to check out? That's huh? something they just come out with, and we hadn't even got the first bag, but it will be in next week. Oh, it's good. something huh? new that we will have, yeah. but well, it's designed for raised beds.
2: Hmm. And Nature's Creation has a, a unique philosophy uh, that guides them. What, what is that? So people know about the brand and, and what they're getting.
9: It's uh, environmental friendly. Okay. It's safe for kids and the environment. Okay. Uh, yeah.
5: Yeah. Aren't the, the kids scared of all those micro you put in
9: there? Oh, yeah. Mycorrhizae is good for everything, isn't
5: it?
2: Yeah, (laughs) including the kids.
9: I see you got
5: it in there in your uh, organic potting
9: soil. In our fertilizers and all the soils, uh, the mulch, the compost, the potting soil, it all has mycorrhizal to it Okay,
2: and so what is mycorrhizal?
9: You could probably explain that better than me. (laughs) Uh (laughs) It makes nutrients more available to the plant. Okay, cool.
2: All righty. Well, Don, thanks, man. Thanks for coming over. You bet. And thanks Appreciate for doing y'all. the Chili. A, a better hurry if you want to Chili. It's not not much left. On the, on the last. Jay may, <laughs> he may get there and find out it's done. Don, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you all. Yeah. Thank you for coming by. Thanks, yeah. Don. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show.
5: The calvin was in his article he's talking about that uh one plant that is apparently not blooming yet is paper white is that right calvin <laughs> uh,
6: no no it's not right anymore <laughs> uh, i was t- explaining to jerry and milton that <laughs> i wrote it you know i submit uh, submit these articles a little uh, ahead of time like a couple ten, of weeks right yeah, 10 days yeah yeah and uh just surprised me, because Jerry and I, <laughs> you know, for uh, years did, did that uh, 12 months of color uh, presentation. Paperweiser mainstay. Yeah, it was always, the, you know, always expected it in January. And uh, <laughs> they, they, the foliage was up and lush in February, but I couldn't find any blooms. And so I put that in there that it was expect, expected, but not bloom. And, of course... Two days after I submitted the article, they all started blooming all over. So, uh, sometimes
5: they bloom in
6: December.
5: Yeah, I mean I've seen them bloom in December on
6: uh, a yeah. really warm. Well, well there's a cu- couple of neat things about them. You know, a lot of people receive them as uh, forced blooms uh, for, for Christmas uh, holiday flowers, and uh, they, you know, what do you do with them after they finish blooming in the house? Well, the the neat thing is that they'll naturalize outside almost any place. Oh yeah, any place you plant them. Uh, morning sun is great, but uh, under deciduous trees works really well. Um, the the other thing you naturalize them. They're not very demanding. They're lush. They spread, uh, but they don't take over. Yeah, and the other thing the deer just don't seem to have any interest. that right? on interest. the paper huh? Yeah, they don't have any interest in that. Well,
5: I, I know they're everywhere. They're out everywhere. Yeah. and <laughs> But, uh, but uh, I, you, you don't need many paper wipes. Just one or two plants. That's right. And if, because one bloom will, will deodorize the whole house. <laughs>
6: That's a, that's the first time I called. I heard it called deodorant. And I always debate debate whether it's a fragrance or a smell. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. that's true. It's, it's not. You know, it's not so overbearing outside, but in the house it can be pretty. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, I've heard. A, I,
5: I had some. I used to <laughs> used to have that below my house, and. Uh, they were the only things that came back, so every night, every spring I was surprised with some blooms out there. So I would think I was going to make the family happy by bringing some blooms into the house. I didn't hit the back door before they were smelling those things. And uh, so you, you want to put them at a distance. Now, Mr. Moy uh, at the Botanical Garden, the citrus guy, uh, he, he loved paperwise, but he, he, he grew a certain kind that had a milder fragrance. Really, And, uh, when, uh, we had the, uh, we had bulb trials over at, uh, Botanical Garden back when they had my beds over there and, uh, there was one that Mr. Moore liked and, uh, uh, he he would say bad ugly things about the the other kinds, but uh, he liked those that particular kind.
6: I know a lot of our listeners, our gardeners, have the the book by Bill Welch, uh, Perennial Garden Color, right. Color. yeah. That that's got one of the best accounts uh, for paper whites. Also talks about the uh, daffodils that naturalize. Right, and they're closely related, paper whites and daffodils. And uh, so there are. You know, there are four or five different uh varieties. We always have a couple here at Millburgers that will quail quite often and I yeah. remember, that that they ice yeah, folly. Yeah. It's another good That's one. That's a definite. Yeah, they will uh, they will uh, naturalize in our area. Um and so and almost every paper white variety will naturalize.
5: Yeah. I wonder what, I guess paperwhite came out of China. I never ever looked up the history of those things. I wonder if it, Greg, Greg Greg and uh uh you know Greg and Bill wrote a, uh, a book on uh heirloom plants. I wonder if paper Watch is in there. I know but it's I, in. Uh, I it's bet in, they came from China. And Bill's
6: it's in Bill's book for sure. Then Scott Ogden Yeah, right. wrote about them too in his his I in bet, ball book. I
5: don't I don't think you can kill those things. It's hard. Even if you dry them out severely, uh, it might damage them. Where well, most people uh, mess them up is plant them too deep. You know, they plant them right on top of the ground.
6: Yeah, and then they get the they make the uh, round circle where they they just keep spreading, and they don't spread very quickly. But no. they, they keep the the group gets bigger and bigger. Kind of inspires you. Well, um you know every 4 or 5 years if you spread them out a little yeah. bit then you really get a nice planting and uh cover up a... you re- really perks up the landscape in January or even sometimes December
5: Yeah, when you see them you that, see them around old homesteads did that cat the house is down but the the paper my paper whites are still there so uh and then we talked about uh for Calvin talked about the geranium, how this is ideal weather for the geranium. Hmm. Now we're talking about uh the last weather forecast I saw. It's gonna get uh cooler and rainier on uh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in that area. Wednesday or Wednesday I'm get, Thursday. I'm getting the weather up. <laughs> but uh uh it's not going to be too cool for geranium uh, I, I was amazed at the n- number of geraniums they grow in england and uh in belgium and netherlands and places like that especially the uh the trailing geranium uh, the ones that uh they put in those window boxes up, the, up there and they, they just Trail over the, uh, Ooh, the side nice. down.
6: Yeah, they can. They're beautiful. They can. I would guess that they can survive that year, most of the European yeah, winter. Yeah, probably so. Now we used them in the north in Minnesota, but of course there they were a summer.
5: Yeah, you right. Had to,
6: you had to protect them through the winter, and then.
5: And they'd probably do well in in, in the, the sun, Minnesota summertime. hot heat yeah. too. So. And they're on sale now here in Millburg. Very attractive.
2: All right, you want to know the forecast? Yeah. Today partly sunny. Yeah. Hmm. High partly. near. <laughs> hard, no, you're generous. High near 65. Yeah. Uh, tonight. Perfect. Areas of fog before 4 a.m. Then areas of fog after 5 a.m. Wow, there's an hour with no fog. <laughs> Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a low around 53. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow gonna be warm. Yeah, tomorrow uh, high near 77. Uh, after the fog breaks, calm winds. All right. Uh, increasing clouds Sunday night with a low around 58. Partly sunny on Washington's birthday uh, with a high near 78. Okay. So That'll be nice for President's Day. Mostly yeah. cloudy with a low around 60. Uh, Tuesday, 40% chance of showers after 7 a.m. Oh, you, you did that last week, and we got lots of rain. <laughs> oh, lots of rain. We got a half an inch oh. out of all the rain. It seemed like there was a lot. No. That, okay. <laughs> uh, mostly cloudy, high near 71. And then, so this must be the a little cool front. Wow, okay. <laughs> Tuesday night, 50% chance of rain. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, showers likely after 7 a.m., high near 54. Chance of rain, 70%. All right. Wednesday night, chance of showers, 70%. All right. Thursday, chance of showers, 70%. Wow. I know. And then Thursday night, it goes down to 60%. Okay. All right. But not cold. Well... 60, well, yeah, I mean, low around 42, no, Wednesday night. That's not cool. That's uh, perfect geranium oil. Oh, okay, cool. All right, then. <laughs> All right, Pat's on perfect the line. Perfect
6: Snapdragon and stock wither, too.
2: You had asked for one, and Pat is coming through for us. Our listeners come through for us with a Purple Martin report. All right. Beep, 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 Welcome, Pat. What's going on? <laughs>
8: Thank you. <laughs> I like to get these on um, Wednesday, I was sitting outside in the swing, and lo and behold, there was a Purple Martin flying right into the house that I hadn't even cleaned yet, and uh, he was all by himself. So I cleaned the house out the next day and uh, put it back up, and that night or afternoon, evening, whatever, I saw three come in, and there were a couple of them still flying around above. I have another house that's a little higher. And I had brought it down but hadn't cleaned it. And it was, <laughs> so that was another Martin that was flying around, diving and acting crazy and sat <laughs> up on the per the second guard, the second house. He wanted the second house, he didn't want to live with the other guys. So I climbed uh-huh. up in there. <laughs> it, they must have been weird or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I had to g- get up there and pull that one up. And I'm assuming that he went on in later, I don't know, so they're here, I live out around sea world, so
6: oh okay, <laughs> sea world, yep. wow.
5: yeah, that's hill uh, country, yeah that's, you you didn't kill any of those innocent little
2: brown uh, sparrows, did you? you? You don't have to answer that Pat.
8: well, you know I did I used to, <laughs> but uh,
2: <laughs> you
5: did.
8: Yeah, we used to, you guys used to tell us, or somebody, you know, used to get that trap and trap them. <laughs> yeah. I did that. Well, but there certainly uh, were some nasty uh yeah. sparrow nests in that house. My goodness, how can they trap yeah. them in like the place? Good yeah.
5: Lord. Well, they're but, no nastier than uh, than the purple martin. Yeah, they the, they the, both they poop are, in they their nest.
6: Yeah, but the purple oh. martins don't don't kill the sparrows. Oh. Yeah. I, I used martins to be... Poop, yeah. Oh, I I was all, always a believer in that. You, there were plenty of houses for the spar, you know. The sparrows could have a few of the the squares, and the martins would have the rest. And then, and then yester last year, I saw mostly it was starlings. I saw starlings uh, kill oh. two of my. Oh no! Yeah, and it kind of kind of shocks you, you know. <laughs> How what can I do? That's poor. Female Martin is trying to defend that oh, wow. house, and she ends up uh, uh, no not Those stars surviving. are they bad. <laughs> They're from England yeah. too, Milton. Oh man! Nature can be uh, challenging sometimes. Well, thank you,
2: Pat. Oh, No, go ahead.
8: When my husband was still alive, he was a very good shot with a BB gun or pellet rifle, Uh-oh. and and he would uh, take care of the little. Rascals when they were sitting up on the on the house, and
0: there you I'm go. not
8: kidding that the purple martins would sit on the you know that bar on the top of the house, and he could shoot a sparrow on the on one of the little fancy things around the house by the hole, and the purple martin would look down. <laughs> they didn't fly <laughs> away. Or look down when the sparrow fell, and <laughs> said, "Oh well, it's too bad." <laughs>
5: <laughs>
8: yeah. Anyhow, all right. I've got thanks. A lot of Either, in my you, house.
5: It a good shot. Hey, yeah, thank you, yeah. Pat. Yeah,
6: thanks for the all report.
2: Right. Okay. All right. Bye bye. All right. Sounds like they better get those houses up early. Well,
6: I don't know. That's the debate. Yeah, that's the debate all every year. I generally, if I haven't seen the Martins by March first, I generally put mine up by March first. Um, What's the problem with putting it up right now? Because you uh, gets filled with starlings and sparrows. And then, then
2: there's. Then they, I
5: cannot believe these people discriminate against those I English know.
2: birds. I know you're upset about that. All right, a lot of people aren't. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I think
6: Jerry should could have some special housing over at his place. <laughs> yeah, just bring just your sparrows the right sparrows. to his, yeah. I guess to I'm
2: going to
5: have to because there's so many anti-sparrow people out there. Yes, that was the whole anti-sparrow coalition. I'm going to start calling them brown sparrows because of Purple Martin. Oh, okay. I, maybe if we put brown
2: on there, that'll make them more. I don't think it'll help.
5: It won't help?
2: No. 210 308 we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210- 308 67 More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulvery Road, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And your calls after this on 930 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvordie Road. I want to tell you about some things that Millburgers has on sale. When you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll see all kinds of great sale items. And we'll start off with one that you'll absolutely love. If you're ready to grow tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers and pick up the 2020 Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper. It's in the four and a half inch pot and it's only $1.99. And there's so many good things that people are saying about Red Snapper. You'll also find Texas Blue Bonnets are on sale. I saw them the other day. They look wonderful. They're full. Some are even blooming. And the four inch pot, they're just. Eighty-eight cents each. Millburgers has geraniums on sale too, and these are the varieties that thrive during our cold, mild springs and tolerate our hot summers. In the six-inch pot, are you ready for this? Just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on antique roses. You'll save on one-half whiskey barrels. Nature's Creation organic potting soil and more at Millburgernursery.com. Sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Darcy Lynn, who's going to be at the rodeo, since we're celebrating the rodeo. Uh, she's going to be there tomorrow night. You saw her on uh, America's Got Talent, I believe. 210-308-8867. Spider-Man, Warren Remy's on the line. Oh, no. What you doing, Spider-Man? Beautiful day in the neighborhood, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's lovely. Warren, it's cold. On the porch, where are you? Of course, you may be someplace it's colder.
10: I'm in Johnson City.
2: Okay. That sounds nice. What's happened in the hill country?
10: Well, I haven't seen any blue bonnets yet, but uh, I wanted to let you all know that uh, we uh, we got the perfect application done for our broadleaf weed control at my office. And the uh, the timing ended up being perfect. We cut the lawn on Thursday of last week, the rain came, kept it wet. The uh, the broadleaves started coming up, so they were about four days old. And on Wednesday, right before the sun popped out, we did an application of Trimex Southern. And on Friday, when I got back from Austin, Texas, the wilting was tremendous. We, we ended up, that timing ended up being perfect. So, huh. cutting, cutting the lawn, letting the broadleafs come back out and leaf out a little bit for about four days. Try mix southern, still cool enough. And, uh, got some great, great results with it. And you know, what did you
6: What did you use? it It's a tri-met. 24D. Trimet. Oh, okay. It's a, and so uh, you there's, set there's you th- s- you set those poor broadleaf weeds up, huh? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah.
10: <laughs> yeah. It it shriveled them up really really well.
6: Yeah, they're they're going gangbusters. Uh, uh. Let's see. What what kind did you have? Do you have bed straw and hand uh, bit and uh, chickweed Alley. chickweed a lot of chickweed yeah yeah gosh uh, the problem with that that chickweed and and uh, hen bed are too, that if you like in snapdragons and stocks if you let them grow there it, it just makes such a, uh, a a compost pile basically in the <laughs> in the garden there that's all moist and and the snapdragon foliage and stem just deteriorates so you really you you got to get them out of there because you can't use your primac there but uh you can hand weed them at least
10: well what you about? know that's where you could uh, in in your garden like that if if you're just really really careful that's where your roundup does a good job to knock them out you know
6: yeah, well, if you got you've got your snapdragons and things in there, it's kind of, you got to be. It's pretty tough. What about the? Um, are are people getting? Uh, oh, the scale.
0: Yeah, are I'm you doing any? You asked,
10: oh yeah. I'm glad you asked that. We did uh, we did three different big properties last week, and Calvin, you couldn't hardly see the magnolias for the scale. They were huh. just unbelievably covered up with the scale. And, uh, all of them and, uh, uh the As- Aspidestra is uh, getting a lot of scale also. We, uh, we're still using the horticultural oil. We're right in that window of temperature still. So, uh, we chose to, uh, we chose to use the uh, horticultural oil. We got some real good coverage on all of them. But the scale all over town, just like I said before, uh, last time we were on radio, uh, the dog off scale is just tremendous out there this year.
6: Yeah, it's on a, a fruit trees, too. We're having issues with it. What, what is the active ingredient in your horticulture oil? Is it a mineral oil or is it paraffin? or Yes, yes
10: it's, a, it's a purified mineral oil.
6: Okay, and the Dorman oil that we used to have access to is uh, seems to be pretty hard to find. Is that almost is that just
10: yeah, almost impossible to find? It had uh, it had some surfactants in it, some wetting agents, and uh, and some of those wetting agents would be uh, you know it burns some of the succulents pretty bad. Uh, okay, that's
6: yeah. That's what, uh,
0: Jay,
6: yeah, Jerry and I remembered that. Yeah. So that's. But the horticultural oil seems to work. So um, we'll use that, I
0: guess.
6: What yeah, about? Uh, the, uh, go ahead. What about the What about the termite situation
2: now? Are they? Yeah, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. What's happening with that? We're talking to, to Warren Remy of Spider Man Pest Control, by the way. <laughs>
10: Friday, I was at my board meeting with our state, our Texas Pest Control Association, talking with several of the owners. And uh, Houston has had swarming termites. Uh, El Paso has had swarming termites, and in January in San Antonio, it's very, very unusual to have swarming termites. But in January and February. We found swarming termites in the residents north, south, east, and west of town. So it's it's going to be a it's going to be a gangbuster year for our business. We're going to be busy, busy, busy.
6: Well, and it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if there's any question, you need to get uh, Spider-Man or somebody out there to uh, take a look at those uh, termites. Uh, You can't afford. You don't. (laughs) You don't want to find the damage uh, three years from now when you could have uh, prevented it by having an expert, you know, help you deal with uh, swarms.
10: Yeah. You know, Calvin, yeah, uh, one, uh one extra thing that we have learned over the years is that we go into these places with a moisture meter and a normal reading on a wall in... Uh, in a regular monolithic slab type home is about 7 to 8% moisture. But when you find a, a area like around in a bathroom and stuff where there's active termites, that moisture meter will jump to 11%, 12%, 13, and sometimes even 16%. So that allows us a little bit closer Inspection to where we can find them a lot quicker.
5: Yeah. Now, when, when the uh, I, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the swarming termites. Uh, now, when they swarm, or they they're like bees, right? In other words, if they if you see swarming termites, you've already got
10: damage, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. It it's hard to say the amount of the damage, but the uh, the research guys, uh, about 10 years ago, I was up at A&M for the A&M conference, and they had professors from all over the country that brought their DNA testing and all this, and they, they taught us that if you have swarming termites, those termites have been there feeding on that structure for at least two years
6: yeah mm. yeah now that's what i was if, wow. you, if you have swarming ant-like insects so they're not necessarily always termites is that, is oh, that, it, that, that yeah. that's correct isn't that's, it yeah i mean that's yeah, one of the reasons why you have to have an expert there to look data yeah
10: there's um uh, when people call up and they say oh i got these these termites swarming it we don't automatically think that it is termites. We go and then we make an identification. Sometimes it's uh, it's pharaoh ants that have swarmed, beef ants that have swarmed, acrobatic ants that have swarmed, or carpenter ants even, you know. So um, I try to calm people down before I head out <laughs> to, to the place, you know, because they think the, the wall is going to fall in on them. And, yeah. Uh, You know, I tell them, calm down. You know, let's let's see what's happening, and um, make the proper identification. You know,
5: my mother used to control them with a flash water on the back porch. That 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 doesn't work, does it? Well, (laughs) uh,
10: except except for what's eating in the wall, Jerry.
2: Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, cool, Warren. What what else is uh, just while we got you? What else insect wise are folks concerned about? I'm seeing. I don't know why, but I'm seeing a lot of uh, stuff about ticks. But I don't know if that's just ticks. Ticks. But I don't know if this is tick season or not. We.
10: uh, I don't think so.
2: No. Okay.
10: Your mild in your mild temperatures like this. We uh, we have gotten a few tick calls. Yes. Oh wow. Uh, The uh, some fleas. Some ticks. Not like uh, not like it's gonna be summertime, but uh, but a few of them, and uh, and it's it's just you know you want to you want to get out there and get really good good sanitation, get those leaves picked up so that mm. those insects aren't aren't overwintering, you know, around the bark of the tree, and uh, get them cleaned up. Sanitation, like we always say. Sanitation is so important to, so that they don't have that breeding site. You
2: know, That's good to know. And then um, Calvin was talking about it the other day. I know nobody's thinking about mosquitoes right now, but since we got you, and you're sometimes hard to get, we'll talk to you while we got you. I'm <laughs> uh, talking to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. Talk about the uh, mosquito uh, program, the into-care system that you guys have.
10: Well, the neat thing about the into care is that it's a larvicide. It, it breaks the cycle of the mosquitoes. The mosquito, she will fly head to the water that's in the bucket. She goes in there and then the compound that's in there is a powdery compound. She picks it up on her and she distributes it wherever she lands and wherever she lands, other mosquitoes or even her eggs are going to get sterilized and it breaks that larva cycle down. When we open up the bucket, there's in, in the heavy infested areas, um, we can open up the bucket and there's, there's dead larva laying in the bottom of the bucket solid all up in there. So, uh, that's that's one beautiful thing about it. We have another product that we're starting to use that actually does attract the mosquitoes on a kind of a pheromone type of deal like that. And it's called a mosquito catch. So in in our real difficult situations, we've got a couple of customers over in the Dominion that uh, you know those people there they uh, the the Dominion Estates, they have their their uh, uh, landscapers that do all the work, which ironically is Millburger Landscape. Those guys do all the landscaping out there and all the oh, common okay. areas. Oh, yeah. And uh, they keep it nice and beautiful so that George Strait can go out there and hit his buff ball in the green, you know, keep it in the green. Oh, okay. Um but um, the a uh, lot of mosquitoes out there. Man, it just really gives us a hard time. And uh, you know, those folks out there, one mosquito is is above the limit. You know, so we've got to really <laughs> stay on top of it out there. So we're going to oh, be no. you know, we're, we're going to be using a combination of things out uh, out there, keeping the mosquito population down.
6: Well, it's kind of exciting for those of us that are uh, are interested in expanding the butterfly population and making it safe for monarchs. Uh, these new, you know, we to to have some options other than a general spray uh, to control mosquitoes uh, really really makes a difference, you know. You know, because a general spray. Is is uh, a threat to butterflies and, and other things. And if you can control mosquitoes, which we need to do because of the potential virus issues and all, um, that uh, just gives us uh, gives us more of an opportunity to encourage uh, uh, butterflies, which is desirable.
10: Absolutely, cool. Calvin. Absolutely. And uh, they did the people that that manufacture it in Norway. The people in Norway is where they perfected this formula. Um, they did make a uh, an announcement uh, in middle of January, uh, an update on the N2Care product that it absolutely is safe for the butterfly population. Cool. So, uh, I, as soon as I read that, I thought of Calvin because he,
0: yeah. he mentioned <laughs> that. Yeah.
10: That butterfly thing. And it definitely is completely safe. So I uh, just want to give you all a heads up on how we're doing.
2: Thanks, uh, man. We hadn't talked great. in a while. That's good.
10: Great talking to you guys. Y'all have a great weekend.
2: You too, Warren. We'll Thanks for checking in with us. All righty. Bye, Warren. And that was Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. And, again, online, go dot com. But, yeah, we love talking to Warren. And Warren's out there helping gardeners and in the thick of it as well so all right 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 we're going to take a break so while we do give us a call be a part of the show 210-308-8867 more of millburgers gardening south texas coming up on 9 30 a.m the answer Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardi Road. I want to tell you about some things that Milburgers has on sale. When you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll see all kinds of great sale items. And we'll start off with one that you'll absolutely love. If you're ready to grow tomatoes, head on over to Milburgers and pick up the 2020 Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper. It's in the four and a half inch pot and it's only $1.99. And there's so many good things that people are saying about Red Snapper. You'll also find Texas Blue Bonnets are on sale. I saw them the other day. They look wonderful. They're full. Some are even blooming. And the four inch pot, they're just... Eighty-eight cents each. Millburgers has geraniums on sale too, and these are the varieties that thrive during our cold, mild springs and tolerate our hot summers. In the six-inch pot, are you ready for this? Just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on antique roses. You'll save on one-half whiskey barrels, nature's creation, organic potting soil, and more at Millburgernursery.com. Sixteen oh four on Boulevard Road.
4: Tomatoes attack of the killer tomatoes they'll beat you bash you squish you mash you chew you up for brunch and finish you off for dinner or lunch
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We don't have killer tomatoes. We have rodeo tomatoes here in Millburgers. That's funny. Uh, 210-308-8867. Lots of folks out here today enjoying the day, getting the rodeo tomatoes. I see lots of empty uh, in the little spaces in the aisle where the tomatoes are, especially in a lot of the blue bonnets, too. We're seeing a lot of people, 88 cents each, taking advantage of the blue bonnet sale. I'm just well. glad
5: they're not blooming. You don't have to tell them to
2: pinch no, off those blooms. I couldn't do it. Hey, Lou is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Lou, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going today? What you got going?
1: Hey, gentlemen, enjoy your show. Listen, um, I'm having terrible trouble with uh, something eating my mountain laurels, stripping the leaves off of them. Doesn't look like I'm going to have many flowers at all this year. Is there some kind of a systemic or something that I can put around them to to prevent
5: that in the future. Yeah, we were talking. We were talking yeah. about that a little bit earlier. Uh, it's uh, uh, Neil Sparrow wrote about it in today's uh, in, in today's
2: column. And, uh,
5: I
1: just turned off. Uh,
2: sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that was to tell you that you're not alone. Yeah. Uh,
5: but. Uh, Basically, we on the model. It's a worm. It's a worm. Uh, let's see. Neil gives a scientific name. Well, we call it uh, Sephora, Sephora, ca- Sephora caterpillar. caterpillar. Yeah.
6: Uh, well, I I've, we we... I've checked
1: the leaves to see if there's worms on it anywhere, but I can't seem to find them.
6: They are hard to find. <laughs> but the, the the damage, if you see any of the damage, they're there someplace.
5: Yeah. So uh, you you want is your is your tree big? Have you got a big mountain yeah, long? I've got uh, plenty
1: of them, probably somewhere between four feet and fifteen feet. And
5: oh, okay, so that's not big. Uh, a lot of times they get over the houses. Uh, uh, you, can, you if you see some eaten leaves, it's uh, probably this uh, caterpillar. Uh, that uh And so you need to use a, a BT, a bacillus thuringiensis spray. And for a quick kill, uh, you need to use one with spinosad. It's an organic uh, spray that you can put on. And uh, you spray the foliage and put it, like Kevin was talking earlier, uh, you put a, a couple of drops of uh, liquid detergent in there because uh, the leaves are, are waxy. So you
6: should wonder the other, the BT oh, that protects the foliage and they, if they consume the foliage, the caterpillars die. But the yeah, other, the, the spinosad just kills the caterpillars. And it,
0: yeah,
10: it
5: poisons them
6: too yeah. I think. yeah.
5: So uh, that I, I, I think insecticides don't uh work that well on them uh something something but uh especially when you're spraying a great big tree you want something that uh that is safe to to get on you because you're going to be spraying it up and it's it might it possibly get on you it, the other insecticides won't hurt you, but uh, it just gives you a better feeling to use something that's uh, something like Spinosad or BT,
6: bacillus thuringiensis. Lots of BT products. Okay, well, I already
1: w- lost all my flowers this
6: year? Yeah,
5: yeah, that, that'll work on that to them too. Now, when, when did you first see this damage? Oh,
1: probably even in the in
5: the early fall, I could—I was hoping to go away. <laughs> hmm. Oh, uh, well. You where? Where do you live? I'm in the Fair Oaks
6: area.
5: In the what? Fair Oaks? Oh, okay. Fair Oaks I thought I—I th- I thought you might be seeing some grasshopper damage down south. Oh,
1: Well, and, and I don't think they're grasshoppers, but I have. But
6: a is the is the, dammy, the damage the uh, damage increased since the fall or just that is that it's all the damage? It's about
1: the same, but the leaves are all the new tender leaves are pretty much stripped off.
6: Oh wow! Yeah, I don't get a dare lead them. Man. No, I think I always I, I really find it difficult to see those caterpillars. I I think especially if you've got some spinocet or BT product. I think I'd. I'd spray them, I, I, but I never have heard of those worms coming out, out
5: in the fall. Well, have been you ever heard of damage in the fall? Well, that he
6: says it's da- they're damaged now, though. Yeah.
5: Well,
6: yeah. That, been, that that it's won't been hurt.
1: Going in September,
6: I think. Okay, that's, that's a. It's. Uh, well, I was thinking February. It's winter time now. It's, yeah, it's even kind of strange, but uh, but a lot of folks are reporting damage. I hope that helps well, you. Lou. That
1: could be the deer, but I doubt it. I have a lot of deer, but
6: yeah, I but they they generally don't eat them. Yeah, but they're only they're only eating the new foliage,
1: the, the fairly new stuff, yes, the fairly new foliage.
5: Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, if they're if they're eating on new stuff, the worm is itself is is fairly large. I mean, it's not microscopic or anything. So, uh, look, look at look at on the new foliage that's not been eaten on the bottom of the leaves and see if you see that uh, it's kind of black. It's kind of a black worm. It's almost a little bit of scale or something on on some of the leaves, but I can't I can't explain what that is. Yeah. Well, I, could, I, I guess mylar get a scale. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. You, you said you're okay. If you can, if you can bring some foliage that's got that. Interesting uh, structure on it uh, by the nursery. Sometime we'll take a look at it.
1: Okay, I'll do that. Um, okay. One of the, I'd even like to take a picture of it and send it or something. But that, that sounds good.
5: Yeah. Okay. Thank I you,
1: thought Maybe it was a systemic or something that I could put in there.
5: No, that, that usually doesn't work on on battle Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll pray and see what happens.
0: You, you take okay. care. Thank you.
2: All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, where Sylvia is on the line, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Sylvia? Hey, Milton. Are, are,
7: hi, are, are the ponies there? Are the Hi, Jerry. Are the ponies there?
2: No, the, the ponies? ponies went on strike. They, it's every, oh, okay. everything
7: but the ponies. Really? Yeah, gonna...
5: they don't like to bring the ponies out near Milton. Oh. They were
2: worried. The ponies were worried. No. So they, they stayed home today. <laughs>
7: So, so is that going to
2: be until next week or what? Oh, no. No, no not they're having just, ponies. No, they're not having ponies. But this week we've got the chili, the face painting. I think the chili's run out, though. Yeah. Oh, and
7: the rodeo okay. tomato. Oh, okay. Lots of rodeo tomatoes. To yeah. Pon- you were going to have ponies. I couldn't make it out there, but you said you were going to have some ponies out there, though.
2: But yeah, no, 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 that, no? That, that didn't work out for this one. <laughs> it didn't work out.
7: Oh, okay. No. Oh, I was gonna ask Jerry. Um, I was thinking maybe getting a pear tree or orange tree, or they're kind of hard to grow, you know. Or you know, I mean, do they? They, they need a lot of care, or can I just dig no. a hole and put some good dirt and hope, hope, you, hope, you want, hope, hope you, for the
5: best? want? <laughs> You want an orange tree? You said Well or, orange you, tree
7: or a pear tree, you know, one of those, you know. I'm
5: not I'm never I'd get an I'd get an orange tree. No, orange a Satsuma. tree okay. A Satsuma. Oh okay.
0: Okay.
7: Do
5: I have to do anything special besides dig a hole and put some good soil or? No, you just dig a hole and put it in there.
7: Put it in there, okay.
5: Will, where where, will where get, did you say you live?
7: Um I'm, I'm like in the Broadway four ten area. Okay, you got some soil there, right? Uh huh. Okay. okay. Uh Water? Do
5: I have to water every day or every other day or? Oh, about uh Well, when it's when you first plant it, you uh-huh. want to water it in thoroughly, and okay. then pr- probably once a week. You plant it in the ground, I assume.
7: I haven't got it yet. I saw some. I was just thinking about it, but I say if it takes too much. Care, but you say no, it, no, no, don't. they don't. But no. the pear tree seems like you're not too crazy about about a pear tree. Is, is that more hard to grow or what?
5: Well, it, it, they get big for a small landscape. Oh, and, uh, oh okay, I, okay. I, the orange had more personality. Personality and, uh, <laughs> the blue, blue The blooms are fragrant in the spring and oh. the evergreen. It's evergreen. Okay, so the orange will be
7: better. Yeah, because I like a lot of flowers. Okay, so they'll, they'll smell better and it will look prettier. Okay, yeah, oh, I'll get an orange tree then. Okay, okay,
2: Satsuma. Okay,
7: okay thank you. Okay. okay, thanks, Sylvia.
2: You oh, take okay, care. 210 Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Bye, Sylvia. <laughs> All right, hey, do you have the information uh, on no. the, uh, Monday's event? I do. Oh, good. Okay. I'm looking
5: at it. Well, here. tell us about that for, <laughs> before we uh, go for the day. Uh, uh, they sent to me this morning. Rob sent it this morning, I think. Essentials of Gardening class on Monday, the seventeenth, from noon till three p.m. at the Garden Center, thirty-three ten North New Braunfels, San Antonio, of course. The first presentation. Would be uh, would is a and A roundtable with three top experts from the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. So they are, they're going to take questions from the audience and give advice as well as recommendations. That's going to be good. Yeah, and,
6: and these guys are uh, have been involved in our. All of the not only the landscaping industry, but in all of the issues, water conservation. Oh, everything yeah, like yeah. Billy Long and Steve.
5: You got Billy Long and uh, Steve Goodson, yeah. Goodson, and Gary Kalinsky. I think I got that. And uh, he, he's a vivid outdoor solutions owner. And then uh, so they're going to be having a roundtable discussion, get a lot of good information from those three. And then the second presentation from 1:45 to 230 will be talking about uh, the GVST Water Saver Landscape Design School. Uh, And that's Laura Rogers and some of the team members will present information on this
6: wonderful school. It's kind of a a preview of what uh, you might learn if you decided to go to the landscape school.
5: And and the landscape school is going to be on March 7th. Uh, Where's the
6: the landscape school? The class
5: will be at the San Antonio Botanical Garden in their... Wonderful new classroom near the culinary garden. Oh. Uh, registration is open on the website of the uh, Garden of uh, Gardening Volunteers
2: of s- Gardening Dot org. There you go. And did you mention the second presentation? Yeah. Okay, you mentioned. It
5: is that it is oh. talking about the. Uh, Water, scaper, water Saver Landscape School. Oh, is there a third presentation then? No. Oh. Only two. Okay. The first one's 12.15 to 1.15 right.
6: an hour. Well, Debbie Reed was the going to give one. some kind of presentation. Yeah, I end. thought
2: Debbie was talking. No? I don't see it. Uh-oh. We're going to get another email see from Rob. Later.
5: I don't see it. Maybe. But anyway, it's free and open to the public. A five-dollar donation is requested at the door, and a simple potluck is provided—potluck lunch—and and items are always welcome. In other words, you can bring your own. Yeah.
0: So when you go into uh-huh.
5: potluck dinners, uh, the the way to ensure that you're going to have something good to eat is bring your own.
2: I'm sure they have lots of good people that are bringing good stuff to eat.
5: They have door prizes, and it's, uh, like I said,
2: www.gardeningvolunteers.org. All right. We're going to begin to wrap up for today, uh, but uh, we're back here tomorrow. The event goes on for another hour or so here at Mill Burgers, and uh, we encourage you to come. There's still a nice long line. Actually, it's a medium-sized line of the face painting and with the... uh, the balloon animals, but it's moving fast, and the kids are having a wonderful time. So if you want something to do outdoors today, come on out to Millburgers and introduce your kids to the plants and then uh, to the, all the other stuff here at the nursery, and then let them enjoy the face painting and the balloon animals. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks for Al doing a great job. Thanks to you, of
0: course, for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here at Millburgers on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.